Welcome to the Rebuilding Mindsets Podcast. This is Coach Wish, and I'm a certified master transformational coach, husband, father, and entrepreneur, along with my co-host, Steve O'Brien, father, coach, and entrepreneur. This podcast is here to inspire you to get out of the way of your own mindset by rebuilding the beliefs you have about yourself, others, and the world around you. We'll dive into many different topics, share our experience, perspectives, and insights around those, and inspire you to realize all that is in the way of achieving anything you want, and it's attainable by rebuilding your mindset. Boom. All right, we're back. Friday Night Lights. (laughs) I know, right? Friday Night Lights. So, this week... Um, I want to dive into, um, well, let's just start with an opening question. I don't want to tell you what the, the whole subject is because it's, uh, I want to kind of see where this goes. So what I want to know is in what ways do you feel out of alignment? <clears throat> By that, I mean... <laughs> you know, when you're, when you kind of, you know, whether it's work, whether it's life, whether it's whatever, you know, when you, when you get into a, get into a funk, what's, what way, what, what ways do you feel? That's a loaded question. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a lot there. Um, I, I guess I want to start by saying when by the time you notice or by the time I notice I'm out of alignment it's kind of like that sort of too late feeling if that makes sense um Mm -hmm. you know where it's like by the time you like I notice I'm out of alignment and it could be with it could be around whatever it it usually takes a little bit to kind of catch up to the fact that it's been like going on so like perfect example I'll go back all the way to last fall, li- literally 12 months ago. Um, we just got to the end of the summer. I remember last summer was an insanely just busy work year for me last year. And then like once I hit, uh, once we got into like fall, um, a lot of things just like shifted and changes or shifted and changed like around uh, like just everything that was going on for me. And so like one thing that took me out of alignment was I stopped going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like that was one thing like I, you know, right. It, it started off at like, okay, I'd miss a day here, but then I missed two days. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get back on track a little bit. Then I miss a couple more days. And then all before you know, you're missing half a week. And then before I knew it, I wasn't going to the gym at all. So it's kind of like one of those things where um, things just so, like life just sort of happens and you're in like the moment of that. And then before you know it, like I'm out of alignment. And so I, I remember this like very vividly, like, um, well, one reason why I stopped doing the gym is I was working doubles, you know, night, you know, morning and night work. So like time at the gym just was one of those things where it's like, yeah, I can't carve out time for that one. So like over several weeks, like I just, I stopped going to the gym. And then before I knew it, like my uh, 
healthy eating habits started to like diminish. And then before you know it, you're kind of like <laughs> struggling and miserable, overworked and tired. And um, it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, time goes by and you're like, wow, okay, I've been in a rut lately. you know what I mean like and then now for me sort of being um as a coach like kind of just being like I guess I've trained myself in a way to like really be um what's what I'm looking for like really be like aware like self-awareness um like I know when I'm feeling down I know when I'm feeling up and like it's so it's kind of easier to navigate some of like those emotions or some of those feelings or you know help I guess call it manage kind of like what's going on for me um yeah so I guess for me I know an amount of alignment is when I'm not eating healthy and when I'm not going to the gym those are probably number one and number two how I you know what ways I feel out of alignment and usually it comes in uh, shows up in fatigue, unmotivated, um, just kind of not giving a shit, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you're kind of just, I'm just kind of have a chip on my shoulder. I'm kind of just like a little bitter, you know, that I'm, I've, I've been taken out of my routine. And then it kind of just, uh, spirals downward for a little while and then until I finally kind of have that moment where like okay enough is enough and you kind of you know rein myself back in but, so so you said that was a year ago right yeah so what what about what about recent recently I know you've you've had some struggles here with your move and whatnot um I assume some of those things that maybe have come up because I know you just you just got back to the gym um where do you think, where do you think, uh, what are some areas currently that you can do better in your, in your life or at your life? Um, well, going back to one and two, healthy eating and exercising. Um, I think that for a baseline, um, more energy and I'll say positive outlook. Um, and, and just because it like going to the gym, getting in shape, exercising, or even just meeting any sort of type of goal, it's, it's not about reaching the goal. It's more or less falling in love with the process of, of getting the goal. Um, you know, so like for me, just the idea of I'm back to the gym, I'm working out four to five days a week. I'm starting to feel good. I have more energy. Like I have that um, sort of upward perspective, like, yeah, I've got weight to lose. I've got, you know, I'm going to get back in shape. So like, that's exciting. So that kind of brings me back in alignment with myself, Um, you know, and like, so when you just get those small wins, you know, feeling good about yourself, that sort of carries over into other aspects of your life. Um, Small wins. I love that. Yeah, I mean, then that's really kind of like, um, like when I look at alignment. There's a million ways that we live our life, our lives that keep us in alignment or out of alignment. 
Um, one of the big, big things that I know for me is health and wellness. Um, I mean, but you can emotionally fall out of alignment. You can financially <clears throat> fall out of alignment. You can fall out of alignment with relationships. Um, <laughs> there, that which is kind of an interesting topic um, because in the last, I'll say, twenty-four to thirty-six months, I've gone through this massive, massive sort of shift in how my relationships and friendships are now, you know, sort of realigned in my life. Like I lost a lot of friendships recently and then I'm now adding pieces back in that I want to add because I want to add them in. Like I'm now cultivating relationships that I want to cultivate. I'm now seeking friendships and mentors and, you know, associating myself with people that I want to be around, not versus like, oh, well, it's family. Oh, or it's, you know, you've been friends for a long time. Because it's kind of like, um, I also know I'm massively out of alignment if I'm not around people that have a similar mindset as me, that have a growth mindset. Um, and that was, again, that was a really big struggle for the last several years because I wasn't around people that were in alignment to really who I am, mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of like who I am is I'm just, I'm a passionate entrepreneur, love helping people. It's why I became a health coach. It's why I became a life coach. It's why we're doing this so we can help people. So it's kind of like, um, that's another really big part. I'd say that's probably number two. Number one would be health and wellness for me. Would be, number two would be the relationships around me um, help me feel in line with myself because it's weird. I'm an empath and I'm also, um, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for when you're kind of, when you draw your energy from other extrovert, extrovert. <laughs> I, I couldn't get it out, <laughs> you know? So, and, um, I know a big part of my personality is, is I'm an extrovert. So like when I'm around people, um, I just, I get fired up. Like I just, I, you know. So that actually leads me perfectly to my next question. <laughs> when, when you're in that, the opposite of that. So when you're in the, you know, you're, you're not going to the gym, you're working too much, you're not eating healthy, you know, struggling, miserable, fatigue, some of the words you use, feeling in a rut. How much does it suck to deal with those things? On, on a scale of one to 10, how much does it suck to deal with those? Um, so it's kind of a, I don't want to say it's a difficult conversation, but it's, it's definitely one that, it's one that I take serious, I have to take seriously um, for myself. Um, because in a lot of ways, like when I know I'm out of alignment, it brings me back into feeling and remembering those times of deep depression. Um, you know, and yeah, it's, it's, so I have to, I have to be really cognizant of not allowing myself to be consumed by the, uh, I'll call them catastrophic negative thoughts if you will, if you can read between the lines, you know, so it's, it's, it's something that I have to always be aware of. Um, 
And the other thing, and the third thing that's taken me completely out of alignment, took me out of alignment for a good eight, nine months, kind of even just, you know, going from last fall up until like the last, say, two or three months, um, you know, it's kind of just been this one, as you know, we moved this one big, just sort of massive shift um, for me. But the third thing would be uh, gratitude and writing, like journaling, just kind of getting thoughts from upstairs onto a piece of paper, um, almost, you know, verbalizing what you're feeling, what you're thinking, why you're thinking and feeling it and kind of just, and then just taking that and be like, okay, well, this is what's going on in your life. This is um, how you're out of alignment. This is why you're in alignment. This is what makes you happy. This is what doesn't make you happy. Kind of just putting it all together, look, you know, stepping back and look at it and being like, okay, well, so what is it that you want? You know, um, I really feel blessed that I have the kind of wherewithal to just remove myself kind of from the situation for a minute and be like, okay, this is going on. What is it that you really want? You know, um, for a while I was kind of shifting my life in a certain direction from a professional standpoint. Uh, we were also kind of going in a, in a sort of one direction, um, you know, from a relationship standpoint, from a financial standpoint. And then literally it's kind of like, once we think we kind of got it going and we're going good, it's like, we'll make another detour. <laughs> but it's funny because I truly believe that, um, you know, if you just kind of keep listening, like listening to yourself, like your inner self, um, around the things that you truly want and like what you truly desire and sort of just put faith in um, your ability or your skill set to acquire, to acquire them or quite, you know, those goals or those dreams. Um, yeah, it can be very, be very sort of. Um, so you, and the, the, so you mentioned the things you really want. So you, you know, when you really want to feel an alignment and you really want to feel better, have that energy, um, all of those things, how much do you think integrity plays a role in that? I think all of it. <laughs> I mean, if you, at the end of the day, okay, integrity could be definable. You could define integrity, you know, your way at, I'll define integrity through a different lens. So I guess at the end of the day, um, integrity is sort of the standard that you hold yourself to, um, I guess would be a, one way to describe it. Um, also there's integrity and sort of how the standards that society holds, holds us up to, you know, sort of collectively. Leave, leave, leave society out of it to talk about yourself. Your own, your own <laughs> personal, your own personal integrity, your personal standards, your, how does, how does that all play? How do you, how do you see all that playing into those, you know, for me, I, for me, it's, it's very simple. When I, I committed 
actually four years ago to going to the gym at least three days a week. Yeah. And I, you know, I've, I've, I've missed days. I, you know, I'm going to, I'm not going to be perfect about it, but for the most part, if you look back in my, my calendar where I record all my workouts, you'll see that I hit Monday, Wednesday, and Friday or some portion there. I, maybe I missed a Monday, but I went on Tuesday and Wednesday and Friday and, or something, but, but the, the, the promise I made to myself was that I'm going to do this. I'm going to block my schedule out and I'm going to, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it. And I've stayed, you know, I've held myself to that standard regardless. And it's funny actually, cause I had, I just had this conversation with my wife, you know, about two hours, what time was it? Yeah. But actually about three hours ago when I was, I, I got dressed, it was getting ready to go to the gym. I just felt like I didn't want to go. And it was, it's funny because it, that rarely ever happens to me, but for some reason, I I never did figure it out. And I, I just, I sat there for a minute and I thought about it and she, she actually asked me, she said, well, you're going to feel guilty if you don't go. And I hemmed and hawed on that for a second. And I said, yeah, well, probably. But then I thought about, you know, I don't, I wouldn't, just nobody on account, nobody's keeping track. Nobody's holding, you know, nobody's checking the checking whether I go or not, but me. And I could have easily skipped, but just something, something in me just after I thought about it for a minute, I it's like, you know, I, I committed to myself. And whether I, you know, whether I work as hard as I I can today. You know, that's going to be debatable. It's going to be depend. Just got, it's going to depend on how I feel in the moment while I'm standing there. And I ended up, I didn't go all, I didn't go all out on the first part of the workout. Um, but I, I ended up doing pretty well with what, with what I lifted. And then there was another part of the workout, um, I just got, I got smoked really fast. We were doing uh, sumo high pulls and um, front squats and pull-ups and my arm, my, even right now, like I can barely lift my shoulder, my arm, you know, <laughs> my shoulder, because my shoulders are just smoked right now. But halfway through the workout, I changed from, do, I did the first 30, we had to do 30 pull-ups the first round through and I did them all. But the second round, I, my shoulder, by the time I did another set of the high pulls, my shoulders were just so smoked. I'm like, I can't, I'm not even going to be able to pull them because even at the end of the 30 pull-ups, I was barely getting to the bar. And I said, I'm not going to do it. So I did the ring rows instead. And I just, you know, made that decision real quick. And I, you know, I was still doing the work. I was still moving. I was still, you know, using, using my muscles and, and breathing heavy and, you know, all the things that come with working out like I do. And I got it done, but I did it, you know, in, in alignment with myself. And I didn't feel mm-hmm. like it was, was shorting myself at all for, for modifying and, and just not, you know, because I wasn't feeling it, you know, it was okay. You got up and went. Was that? You still, you still got up and you went. I still got up and I went. So I did. I, I gave it my best and, you know, my best wasn't. My best wasn't awesome, but my best was good enough to I got through and I did it. I did every single rep and 
I finished yeah. it out. So, um, well, it's funny. So, like integrity is so. If I'm looking, if I'm projecting outwardly, meaning um, like holding myself to a certain integrity on an outside situation. So, like example, every day with work, like level ten on integrity. Like always, like always do the right thing, even even if it means costing me money. You know, from a business standpoint, always do the right thing by the customer always have the customer's best interest because nine times out of 10, the integrity lies in, um, you know, saying what you do, doing what you say, like, mm-hmm. so like there's, you know, a, a good example would be if I'm doing a, uh, custom kitchen renovation or custom bath renovation, and I forget a couple small details that I said that I was going to include in the project or do for the customer and I forgot to account for it, well, guess what? I'm still going to do it exactly as I charge the customer. I'm not going to look for a way to shortcut it, cob job it, you know, make it look good by finding some alternative method to, you know, performing the, the job. Like, I'll, like so outwardly in that type of like setting level 10 all the time Mm -hmm. the problem is i don't hold my i don't hold me to that same integrity what do you mean so like example i know i feel i'll say fulfilled i feel energized when i get up and i go to the gym um if I miss a day, whether I overslept or I'm tired or whatever, whatever the reason might be, I allow, I allow myself an excuse for the outs versus like what you did, but like, you know what? I don't feel like going, whatever the reason might be, but you know what? If I don't go, then I'm gonna, you know, then I'll, be upset or I'll, you know, feel guilty about it where that's exact. That's what, that's when I start to shift out of alignment is when you sort of feel kind of, you oh, I, I missed the day at the gym. Oh, well, okay. You know what? I missed the J. So what I'm going to go. I'm gonna so go now I can miss tomorrow and I can miss next Thursday and I can, you know, and then it just yeah. snowballs into now I'm not going at all. Versus holding myself to the standard that I know I can be performing at. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It's so in terms of situations of, again, going outwardly where I have to hold integrity, hold that space for somebody else, hundred percent without fail. But most of the time going backwards to me, it's it's so easy to have the excuse, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's kind of and it's it's funny because I tried to come up with an excuse. I, I like I said, my wife asked me, you know, what's wrong, and I I really couldn't think. I couldn't. I was yeah, I was a little tired. I had you know a long day at work. I was working on a project all day. Took a lot of my, but I really couldn't say. 
what 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 it was that was made just this feeling maybe it wasn't you know i don't know it was an intuition i don't know but i just didn't i don't know maybe it was just a, a late you know a twinge of laziness i don't know the thing is i can't i can't make something up either i can't make up a reason that i don't really believe in and if i you know maybe my knee you know, if my knee was hurting and i'd been limping all day i could you know, I could say, okay, my knees bother me, but it wasn't, you know, that wasn't the case. Nothing, there was really nothing bothering me to where when she asked the question, I was like, I can't, I can't make something up. And that making, making things up goes to integrity as well, because, and this, this is something that's really been frustrating me at work lately. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. And, and I've, I've known this for a long, actually, I had a manager 10 some years ago he was, he was always honest about making things up. You know, if you use the words, I think, I feel, um, it might be, you know, things like that, where whatever you say after that means you're making it up. Like, I, I feel like I don't want to go to the gym today because I'm tired. Well, are you tired or do you feel like you're tired or what, you know, are you making that up? And it's, it's a very interesting distinction when you think of it that way. And if you notice, you know, listen, listen to people that you work with or listen to people that you talk to. And when they use words like that, um, I have, I had a whole, I should have pulled that slide out. Um, I have a, um, a slide on my wall of my, my office. Um, you know, I think I feel all, all the different kind of words that am, a lot of people, a lot of people, especially in emails, because they just, people just want to get their email, you know, off their, off their desk, so to speak, right out of their red box and pass it back. You know, if somebody asks them a question, well, I think da, 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 and they send it. And the first thing I do when I read that is, well, you think that well, you, there's no facts, there's no concrete evidence that you know what you're talking about. So guess what I do? I send it back. And I say, well, what makes you feel that way? Or what, what, what proves that this, you know, whatever this thing is to me that there's a, there's a big piece of integrity there. When you, when you're making things up like that, you're not, you're not being in a line. You're you, sh you can't be in alignment with yourself. There's gotta be part of you that says, I know I'm making this up. I just want to get this person off my back. Uh, maybe, you know, I'm hoping that if I send this, they'll just go away and leave me alone so I can get back to what I want to do. You know, does that make sense? It does. I, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. And it's kind of, it, it's interesting to talk about because, yeah. And, and those are like the really like fine, like my details to integrity where it's like, you're kind of just, you're leading with BS when you should be leading with something else. You're saying one thing because like you said, you think or you feel it could be or should be one way or, or, or however you want to put it. Couldn't or, should. The, the couldn't should is what I was trying to remember and I could, wasn't coming to me. Yeah. <laughs> it could, could be this way or it should be this way. Well, is it? That's what I want to know. I want to know the facts. Yeah. Is it this way? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unless, un, un, the only time that that works is unless if there's like, 
a handful of like obvious like variables to whatever that problem or situation that you're dealing with where it's like okay we could choose this here's why we're going to choose this or we could choose this and here's why we're going to choose this yeah. but if this decision this is going to happen if this decision that's going to happen and that's okay to maybe lean or feel a certain way um in either direction but to keep it like really broad or to keep it like wow okay i feel a certain way but really i should be saying i should be saying this because this is what's this is what the truth really is. Yeah. I absolutely, um, I, I, you know, agree and, and, and understand that completely. <laughs> so, so one other thing I want to kind of talk about here and then I'll wrap, wrap this up. <clears throat> you, you mentioned about a little earlier about being positive, being, having a positive outlook. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I asked the question about alignment when we started to me, being negative a lot there's a lot of people that are a lot negative all the time and you know they're judgmental they're negative they you know they see things they'll see something on the news they'll you know go into this tirade um you know the, the whole republicans versus democrats at this point is completely insane uh, just so much <laughs> negativity, so so much, you know, trying to beat each other up. And I see positivity as, as, as also an integrity issue. And, and it goes to your, again, to your personal alignment and wanting to be happy, wanting to be at peace, and you know all the freedoms that we have in this country for free speech and all that stuff what does it help to be negative what is it what what problem what problem is being negative solve I don't even know if there's even an answer for that question. That, that's that. That's exactly. So why why are so many people so negative? That's that's um, kind of kind of my 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 curiosity. And so, I think. In I I do know it's to, it's sort of the brain's way of justifying the emotion. Um, you know, where let's just say you're driving in traffic and somebody cuts you off and you go, you know, total um, AWOL honking your horn, you know, flipping them out the window, like, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, everybody drives like, you know, a-holes. Everybody's a jerk. You know what I mean? So like, you're just, you're taking the negativity of one driver, then you're sort of applying it to everybody else and it's, um, you know, then you think like, oh, everybody's a driver. So you're spending the rest of your the last, say, 10 minutes of your, of your trip irritated because, um, you know, one guy cuts you off. So you're kind of aggressive with everybody else. Oh, you're not, the next guy's not getting me. You know what I mean? What's that involving? What, you got one more? Parking, you know, you got one more car space faster because you, 
Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say the, the the pain, the pain versus the gain is is so out of proportion. It's not even funny. You know, um, another one that I actually I I do say a lot is um, so obviously one of my businesses is construction. So and I've done a lot of like commercial construction work where we're just you know you're in very large scale projects and so when you have a hundred plus guys on a, on a construction site, you know, you gotta, you gotta protect your stuff. You have to guard your tools and, you know, this is and that's, and it's kind of like one of those things where every now and again, um, you'll have something stolen. It's just the way that it is. Like a, a leap cord's going to be stolen from you. A power drill is going to be stolen. From, like, it's just, along the way something's going to be stolen from you and it's funny because it's happened to me you know several times throughout my throughout my career and like a lot of guys like go AWOL so was I like and just create this like ungodly scene on a site I get it totally justified because when when my stuff gets taken like totally like PO'd to no extent However, I don't that I don't allow myself to align with that negative energy. And here's why, because I'm not gonna change what happened. What happened already happened. You know what I mean? The only thing I the only thing you can really do is like, okay, protect your stuff better next time. But like the thing that kind of keeps me also from staying negative about it and kind of flipping it so I can look through a positive lens is I kind of look at it through the lens of karma. Like I'm always, I'm always doing things to add to my good karma lens. You know what I mean? Like I'm always trying to, so through integrity, invest my time or money or energy or whatever into doing things that will pay me positive dividends. So like, I'll always kind of like use karma for like this example. It's like, okay, you're going to steal a power drill from me. 179 bucks. Like I can go buy another one at Home Depot. You apparently needed it more than I did because I have the means to go buy another one. I like my business isn't going to be like, oh my God, all of a sudden crumble because my power drill is missing. I'll go buy another one because I need to use it. Mm. Ever that person that took my power drill didn't earn it, didn't buy it, wasn't theirs. That's now their karma to deal with. Yeah longer my problem it's now their problem because their integrity dipped low enough to where they're like you know, hey there's a power drill sitting there it ain't mine but shit finders keepers i'm gonna swipe that yeah that's now their problem to deal with mm-hmm. and when they have the negative return on that investment it comes back in other it, it could come back in a week it could come back in a year where that action leads to, you know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that's, you know, sort of just a long-winded example of how I sort of flip it, you know, sort of a negative energy producing like situation and look at it through a positive lens. Yeah. So just to recap, uh, some of the actions for this episode uh, the, the points in case you, in case you missed them, uh, honor your commitments. First and foremost, if you make a commitment 
whether it's to yourself, whether it's to somebody else, keep those commitments. Be, you know, if you say you're going to be somewhere at a certain time, be there on time. People count on you. You can't, you know, all you have is your word. That's, that's the one thing that we have that, that is ours to control. And again, even today, I, I, took, I took task with a supplier of mine that promised me a quote on Wednesday and they still haven't provided it to me and it's Friday. It ended today, Friday, and they still haven't provided it. I sent him a little note this morning and said, hey, all I ask is that when you tell me you're gonna provide me something, tell me the right answer. Don't tell me you're gonna give it to me on Wednesday and then still be working on it on Friday. So honor your commitments. You know what? <laughs> In my world, you know what? Sometimes I bite off a little bit more than I can chew. Yeah. I will say, if I say like, okay, I'm going to get that to you by Wednesday and I'm rolling up and it's Wednesday and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to make that. I'll make my absolute best concerted effort to communicate. Like, yeah. hey, I know I said Wednesday. It's really exactly. Thursday. Um, here's why, and just, you, and you don't have to go into full detail. You just have to be like, Hey, you know what? My car broke down, got a flat tire, dog ate my homework, whatever, you know, whatever the excuse might be, as long as you, you communicate, because communication is, um, I think the, I don't want to say Trump card, but it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's a Trump card to, to integrity. Yeah, for sure. Second, second point is to be positive, not negative. Uh, in my, in, I've learned in my life that negativity is a waste of energy. It's, it doesn't get us anywhere. It doesn't get us anything like you talk about with the, the guy going crazy on the drill. What did he get out of that? All he got was probably a headache. And, and he didn't get his <laughs> drill back. And now he looks like a jerk. And all the other men on the job site are thinking this guy's an idiot. So what did that get him? Nothing. So be yeah. positive. You know, even if you were, hey, did I, you know, I'm missing a drill. Did anybody happen to see a drill? You know, be positive. Come with positivity, not negativity. And then the third is don't make things up. You know, don't use phrases like I think, uh, I feel, I could, I should. All of those, especially if you say them to me, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to question you back even harder than the question I asked you the first time, because when I know you're making it up, that means you're not doing your job or you're not, you're not coming at me with integrity of, in your own self that says, I know what I'm talking about. Here's you know, the facts. Funny. Here, here, here are the facts and here's what you want to know. <laughs> and it's, it, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. You'll, you'll notice it now that that I've pointed it out, you'll notice it in conversations yeah. and in interactions you have with people. And it, I, I, even though it, it, it's a red flag for me, what I'm working on now is to be positive, not negative. I mean, I could have <laughs> gone off. I could have done the same thing with the, you know, your, your, your drill guy did. I could have sent them a tirade of, you know, you're an idiot. You're, you know, you're terrible. You're my time. Yeah. No, I said, I said, just please be, you know, under, actually, I even used in the in the message. I said, "Please be more cognizant of undercommitting and overdelivering." <clears throat> if that's what's if that's what's necessary, and you so, actually you said it earlier too, and I jotted it down. Say what you're going to do and do what you say. It's that simple. Yeah. Now, what's what's even, I'll say, funnier or ironic 
to what you just said. So if you know that person is sort of making stuff up, don't you think they know that they're making stuff up? Mm -hmm. They you should. I mean, like they actually should. And 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 I kind of a, I've kind of taken that on as a teaching role, you know, because I'm aware of it. Um, and I've learned recently too that I, I, <clears throat> I owe it to other people to hold them accountable for themselves. Um, yes. I want people to learn. I want people to grow. I want people to have better lives. And if I keep, there's one particular person that I'm thinking of at work that I work with, and he does it all the time, constantly. I think I feel I you know make you know, every everything he's everything he sends me he's making it up. Well, yeah, that that's I'm, just... I'm I'm going to recondition him over time because I have to, I get to work with him now for the next you know probably for the next year or so. I'm go <laughs> I'm going to gently, you know, work with him to break him of that to where at least with me when he sends an email he better be thinking hard. God, I better send facts and details to this guy or he's just going to come back you because you know like and the and the more sort of uh like self-care work you do the more you do get in alignment with yourself the more you do hold yourself to a higher integrity the more um you really just are looking inward you know every single time when you're kind of just spewing BS. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and that's like, man, if we, if, we're, if we were only just taught from like a younger age how to really read that inner compass, because here's the deal. If, if that guy is, or whoever, whoever it is, whatever the might be, if, that person on the other end, if you know they're spewing BS and they know they're spew spewing BS, that's an external sort of communication. What do you think the communication is like for that person internally? Mm -hmm. Tell you something that's, you know, medial or just sort of just doesn't matter. Yeah. And you know, because what, what's one of our paradigms? How you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like if you're just not being truthful, no matter how big or small it is, no matter how small the white lie is, you're still making a white lie that brings yourself out of alignment, brings you, brings you out of integrity. And if you're doing that from an external standpoint, then you're then inside's gotta be an even larger mess. Because yeah. I remember when I kind of had my um, sort of coming to Jesus moment, where it was like, you finally have that like epiphany moment where like the culmination of your life over say a 10 or 15 or 20 year span, like it all just like you kind of go through and you hit that moment and you look backwards and you're like, whoa. And you have, you have to, like really like look at yourself in the eyeballs, in the mirror and look at your truth because you can't ultimately, you can, you can say a lie, like you can verbalize 
something that is um, fiction, but deep down, you can't, you can't BS yourself. You can't, your radar is going to be on point 100% every single time. And that's why you start to get those like de- feelings of depression or feelings of self-doubt. Yes. You kind of just bump or elbow yourself out of alignment because you're just not speaking the truth to yourself. And it, and it shows up in really small examples of sending a simple email to you. Hey, I feel like such and such is going to take place or if this is going to happen. And you're just, you're just saying it just to say it to get the monkey off your back so you can move on throughout your day. And that's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of, you can break it down in sort of that, I'd say simplistic sort of way, it can really be enlightening. Um, just evaluate your own truths. You yeah. know, and it's and it's really it's, it's, it's the, the the flip side of it is when you do stop and take that time with your you know best case example I can think of is writing an email. It's you know when you're writing that email back to someone and you start saying you start you catch yourself. I catch myself all the time. I think da 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 da. I'm like oh man, get that out of there. Delete. Back up. What's the facts? You know I want to be able to communicate the facts to whoever I'm communicating to, I want to tell them the truth and the facts and not make stuff up. Cause anything, anything that I tell them that isn't the facts and the truth is just a waste of time. And time is fleeting as we know. And, you know, we ain't got much of it and we're only here for a certain amount of time and we got a lot of stuff to get done. So why are we wasting people's time? Exactly. Well, why are you wasting your own time? I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, I mean, other people's time is valuable as well. But at the end of the day, like, why are you wasting your time just not aligning yourself for what is true in your life? And so we can also bring in that positive, negative energy. There's no negative energy and there's no positive energy to the truth. It's just the truth. Hmm. Compartmentalization. It's acceptance. It's, um, you know, I I think that's kind of, um, again, we'll just kind of, we'll bring society into it, but from a societal standpoint, like I just think overall, like we we, we have difficulty accepting things. Um, You know, and it's, listen, acceptance acceptance can be temporary. you know, like I'll, I'll use myself as an example, like I'm going through a very struggle, struggling and challenging divorce. And there's things that I have to accept. I don't want to accept them. You know what I mean? In, 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 in some regard, but at the end of the day, if I don't accept them, I won't have peace. I won't have a clear frame of mind because I'm going to be so tightly like wound up in like being pissed off that I'm going to carry that negative, negative energy. So like I can temporarily accept things until I sort of get my day to speak the truth or I get my day to sort of seek justice. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. So (laughs) 
there's a lot there. There's uh, a lot of good nuggets to uh, to really take away. Yeah. Boom. All right, we're back. Friday night lights. <laughs> I know, right? Friday night lights. So this week, um, want to dive in. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Rebuilding Mindsets podcast. Many people misunderstand what coaching is. A well-trained coach is not going to tell you how to live your life. They will help you find what's best for you. They will help you find your own answers and direct your path to be in alignment with your core values and desires. To explore this more for yourself, visit our website at rebuildingmindsets.com and apply for one-on-one coaching with Coach Wish. There you'll find the application so we can see if we're a good fit. And after applying, you'll be directed to my calendar to set up a free initial consultation. That's all for this week's episode. Be sure to join us again next week.